Do you feel as though God has forgotten you? Or do you feel like your prayers are merely bouncing off the ceiling? I know, I've been there. And if you answered yes to either of these questions, please stay tuned because I've got some wonderful encouragement just for you. Hi, and welcome to One Little Candle, a place where genuine believers are encouraged, empowered, and inspired to be the light that God calls us to be by contending for the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his people so that we may pass down undefiled the truth of God's infallible word to the next generation. And in case you're thinking that you can't make a difference in your own little corner of the world, Yes, you can, because all it takes is one little candle. I'm your host, Rebecca Bershwinger. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Could you use an extra dose of encouragement throughout your week? Hi, this is Rebecca Bershwinger, host of One Little Candle. I have begun a new series of short audio devotionals called Fanning the Flame. Fanning the Flame audio devotionals, which are seven minutes or less, airing twice a week, will strengthen and encourage you in your everyday life through God's Word, encouragement that will fan your flame of God's truth. And hey, do you have a devotional that you'd like to share? If so, email me at candlestogether at gmail.com or log on to onelittlecandlepodcast.com for specific details and guidelines on creating and uploading your own audio devotional. If chosen, it will be aired on all major podcast platforms, as well as on Instagram and Facebook. Together, let's fan the flame. Hi, thanks for joining me today. Okay, so before I get to the scripture for today's episode, I want to share a story with you, and it's a true story, one that I'm not exactly proud of my behavior, but it definitely um, aligns with what I'm going to share with you today. So this, this took place, oh my goodness, maybe 10 years ago or so, but I used to work in an intensive care unit. And if any of you have worked in a hospital or in any of those situations, you know that working in the medical field can be quite tiring and taxing on not just your your mind and your body, but, but your emotions as well. And we had a particularly rough night in the ICU. So when I got home that night, I was not not that this is an excuse, but I was not in the best of moods. But what kind of kept me going that night was the excitement of what I thought I was going to find when I got home. Because my husband was home working on our kitchen that he was remodeling, which we had waited for years and years to do. I mean, we've owned our house for, oh my gosh, it's been like 40 years now. So we've owned this house for a long time and are still in the process of trying to finish it. Um, So my husband, he's a carpenter and he, of course, he's in the business of making homes beautiful and he does do a really, really great job. His work is impeccable. And on rare occasions here, our own home reaps the benefits of his talents, of, of his gifts. 
So when my husband began the long, what I felt was a long overdue task of remodeling our worn out kitchen, as I said, I was, I was excited and I was anxious for the project to just be finished because we had stuff all over the place. There was, there was just chaos in the kitchen. You know, we had silverware drawers and stuff on the kitchen table and, um, just a mess. And I was, I was growing quite weary of the chaos in, in the kitchen. So I got home from work that night and I was fully expecting to see that he had put the new cupboards up on the walls. But when I walked through that door, my expectations were completely shattered. And the first thing I thought to myself was, what in the bleep has he been doing all night while I was at work? So the anger and the disappointment was there. So what I do is I just decided I torpedo this rapid fire succession of questions um, at him, you know, mingled with complaints, <laughs> my poor husband, basically demanding to know why he was taking so long. And of course I was insinuating that he wasn't doing anything that night while I was at work. And I could tell just by the look on my husband's face, he was sitting there in the, in the recliner and I could tell that he was hurt by my outburst, which yeah, you could say it was it was pretty childish. <laughs> um, but instead, he chose to graciously explain what he was doing. And what he had been doing was replacing old plumbing lines. He was updating the electric behind the cupboards that were to go in in order to install the ceiling fan that... I had forgotten that I wanted. <laughs> he remembered I had forgotten. Yes, I did want to put a ceiling fan in there. And he'd also been cleaning and caulking inside the bottom cabinets just to, well, to make, you know, make them look nicer so there weren't any gaps there. And, and he wanted to help guard against mice, which, as you know, are very destructive. So, of course, how do you think I'm feeling at that point? As I should be, right? Pretty ashamed. So I could kind of feel my, my cheeks burning, my face burning, because I realized I had hastily assumed that nothing was being accomplished, that he was not at work doing what I thought he should be doing or what he said he was going to be doing, right? What he promised to be doing, because I didn't see the outwardly visible progress that I expected to see or that I thought in my mind that I should see. But the truth was, my husband, while I was at work, was working too. He was working nonstop. And actually, when he was working, you know, my cupboards weren't up on the walls yet, but he was accomplishing much more than I had imagined. So, yeah, a life lesson for me to, um, you know, not speak in, in haste and anger. And... um my husband's gracious response, of course, poured more heaping coals over my head, but I got what I deserved. But what I'd like to point out here or ask is that how often do we make the very same assumptions about God? We have hard seasons of life that overwhelm us, right? We're crippled by anxiety, 
worry, stress, and fear. And our trials that we're going through, really, they appear insurmountable, especially with what's going on in today's world and the headlines that we're seeing and reading. And it seems as though whatever trial we're experiencing, our circumstances seem to not be changing. We feel that it should be over by now, right? Why is this taking so long, Lord? And so our desperate prayers, we're praying desperately, but they just seem to be bouncing, I say, off a thick concrete barrier um, because we don't see any visible signs of God working on our behalf. And as I told you, I've been there. I've I've had seasons and I'm just like, God, why? Why is this still continuing? What am I doing wrong? Or, or where are you? Is what we seem to most commonly ask. Where are you, God? Why am I not seeing you working in this situation or on my behalf? Why is there no progress being made? Yet God's word assures us that our heavenly father in Jesus, it assures us that they are always working on our behalf. We can't see it, but they are working on our behalf. Now in the gospel of John, and it's John chapter 5, The Pharisees were outraged that Jesus had healed a man on the Sabbath, which, as you know, was their complete day of rest. It was the law that they were not to perform any work on the Sabbath. And so they were basically trying to get something on Jesus to blame him for working by healing a man on the Sabbath. And so Jesus had a response to their outrage. Jesus, the master carpenter, right? He had a response and he said this in John chapter five, verse 17. And it says this in his defense, Jesus said, my father is always at work to this very day. And I too am working. My friend, God is at work in your problems in your life, in this fallen, messed up world. He's always at work. So as we're crying out, God, where are you? Why is this happening? Or why haven't you put a stop to this already? He is tirelessly working behind the scenes. What's he working on? Well, he's working on needs that you and I don't even realize that we have. Remember the need for the wiring and the updated plumbing and things like that that my husband was doing? I had no idea we needed those things, okay? He, the carpenter, he knew. So perhaps for you, my friend, maybe God's preparing you. He's working behind the scenes and preparing you for something new, okay? Or he's filling in like the cracks that my husband filled in to keep out those destructive mice. He's filling in these cracks that need filling to keep out something destructive from entering into your life. Maybe God is readying you for blessings that you've forgotten that you wanted, right? Or he's preparing someone else to enter your life who's going to encourage and bless you. He's at work. He knows what you need and what I need more than we ourselves know what we need. That master carpenter, (laughs) Jesus, right? He knows. 
he and the father are always working. They don't slumber or sleep. They're always at work. He's never at rest when it comes to being on our behalf, always orchestrating all things. And, you know, believing our God is never at rest relieves us of worry, anxiety, and stress. Because the truth is, because your God, my God, is never at rest, we can rest. You can rest, my friend. You can't see it. But God is there. God is working on your behalf. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says that we walk by faith, right? And not by sight. Have faith in him. You may not be able to see with your eyes or perceive with any of your senses right now what God is doing, but that doesn't mean he's not doing it's his way and it's his time. Maybe <laughs> I think with me a lot, he's teaching me lessons in patience and humility. Um, but he's working. We need to walk by our faith, our faith in God and that he is who he says he is. And that is a God that loves us and that he's patient, abounding in steadfast love, slow to anger, merciful. That's, that's the God that we serve. And Hebrews 11.1, 1, also, let me give you this verse. It says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, for the conviction of things not seen. Don't lose your hope. Have faith in God, okay? He is working behind the scenes for you, orchestrating everything in your life, everything in the life of another person that may have to come into your life possibly to help you. He loves you. He hasn't forsaken you. Your prayers are being heard. Perhaps the answer you're hearing is wait a little longer. Just wait a little longer. Be patient, my child. I'm almost done. There's things that need to be taken care of that you don't understand. Why? Because he sees the big picture, right? We don't. Um, there's things that need to be taken care of yet just a little while longer. God always comes at just the right time. Never too early, never too late. So please, my friend, be anxious for nothing as the Bible tells us. Okay. Rest peacefully in the assurance that beyond what your eyes can see, God is always working. And guess what? Like my husband in that kitchen, he is accomplishing much, much more than you can ever imagine. So be that one little candle this week, okay? Don't let your, don't let your light grow dim because God hasn't given you the answers you want yet or you can't see what he's doing in your life right now. Have faith. Keep trusting in him. Worship him while you're waiting. And encourage others with the same, the same thing along the way. That's how you can be that one little candle this week. Let your flame of truth, the truth of God, burn bright. Song for this week. Um, 
there is a song called Behind the Scenes, <laughs> of course, right? And it's, um, yeah, blithefamily.com. I will have the link to it in the podcast description so you can listen to it. It's, it's a great song and I think it's perfect for, um, for the message today. You can listen to this podcast on my website, onelittlecandlepodcast.com, as well as any of the major podcast platforms, or at um, christianpodcastcommunity.org. But uh, on my website, I have um, information and links where you can find previous podcast guests. I also have links to some helpful ministries that I like to follow as well. So so check it out, onelittlecandlepodcast.com, or you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at One Little Candle Podcast. Also, as you heard in um, in the ad, keep an ear out for my audio devotionals called Fanning the Flame. I air those two times per week, and they're short audio devotionals, seven minutes or less. Just a quick little healthy snack, as I like to say, in between your regular um, daily bread, your regular reading of, of God's Word. Again, I hope this really helps you. If you were at all wondering where God is in your situation and you're feeling like he's forgotten you, he hasn't. I can promise you that. And his word promises that he hasn't. All right, my friends, until next time, you take care and God bless.